Hi, welcome to the Walk and Love Podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we are going to talk about some of the most valuable lessons and things we learned in 2019 and what we plan to do to kick off 2020. Welcome to the Walk and Love Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This is our last podcast of 2019. Wow. Unbelievable. Wow, 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 wow. wow, wow. <laughs> um, since we didn't start at the beginning of the year, we don't have 52 episodes, but... Right. Because, hey, babe, there's 52 weeks in a year. Yeah. Not 50. No, you always think it's 56. Right. I don't know why. Which I, I don't then. think that's anything. Are there 56 <laughs> cards? In a deck of cards. No. no. It's nothing. It's just my brain trying to <laughs> function. <laughs> um, but this would be episode number 23. We've done 22 of them. So it's pretty yeah. cool. And uh, throughout those episodes, we've sort of shifted and changed kind of the the vibe and feel of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, we went from a really nice recording studio to our basement. To our basement. So that, That's that different. shifted the vibe for There's sure. There's definitely these. more cat poop in our new recording <laughs> studio. Um <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. Okay, okay. Not less. Um, but throughout the podcast, we've gotten some really great reviews. Yes. And we would encourage you to leave a five-star review and write something because it's so yeah. fun for us to read it. We read all of them. <laughs> um, and I'm going to read one this week, review of the week. Okay. It's the review. Of the week. Review of the week. Okay, uh, here it is. Are you, are you ready to laugh? So, so this is from the Green Flamingo. It's five stars and it's titled, Are You Ready? Oh. Are you ready to laugh? Are you ready to make a list of things you'd never thought you'd make? Are you ready to emotionally invest in something called the Swamp Dragons? <laughs> are you ready to remember how fun life used to be and still can be? Then I'd listen to this podcast if I were you. <laughs> so good. Are you ready to emo- emotionally invest in the Swamp Dragons? And since this is the yes. last one of the... <laughs> Five stars, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and since this is the last one of 2019, I might as well read another review. This one's called okay. I'm Hooked! Exclamation point. Point. Mark, Mark or point? I'd say exclamation point. Yeah. But I think but it it's also probably could be a technically mark an, yeah. an exclamation mark. From hi, this no, is it's a Ma- question mark. Maddie. This podcast is amazing. I just started listening a few weeks ago and I can't stop. They are so inspiring and so relatable, which makes them 10 times more inspiring. It's so great to find people who are open about their faith, but so down to earth. I also have to agree on the scratchy towel, strong Ooh. feelings times 1 million. Okay, let me buy. That might be that my might, strongest feeling those of might all be time. Your strongest, the strongest feelings that you have. The, scra- the amount of messages I get about scratchy towels and how they're the best and water dripping down your arms and off your elbows while washing your that, face. It's almost like that's all people have heard. In the 22 episodes, 32, 23 well, episodes of the podcast. And I've done my job. I've done my service, Lord. I'm ready to come home. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that cleansing balm. I'm out. <laughs> um, mm. So we really appreciate the reviews. It helps us chart. We actually just recently changed our category. Yeah. So we could potentially chart again in a different category. Right. Uh, which is fun. That would be fun. It doesn't really do anything for us <laughs> other than we just think it's cool. But right. the reviews help. And the reviews just encourage us to keep, to know what you're talking about. The reviews help other people find us. Because if I, you know, if I look up a new podcast. You're going right to the reviews. Because somebody suggested it, like, oh, I listen to this because they talk about that. Right. 
I will read the reviews to see kind of what it's about. Because I feel like when people leave a review, they, they kind of They're get a general it. consensus of like... Right. So charming, relatable, funny, mm. amazing, good looking, whatever you want to say. I'm, <laughs> you know, I don't want to write a review for you, but I will if you just message me. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, and then we also post an Instagram every week with the podcast episode. Yep. And we always say, since you can't comment on specific episodes, we post an Instagram and you can join the conversation there. Um, and so a couple, we're going to read a couple comments on that. Oh, I don't know if you've read any of these from comments last yet. Week's, yeah, from last week. Um, yeah. Um, I was seriously laughing out loud at the barf slash throw up slash vomit stories <laughs> and made me think of my own. It's amazing. Um, did Brooke get her super llama socks? Someone I did. Know. She yes. Did. Yep. Very comfy. Uh, someone said Merry Christmas. Uh, this week's podcast was probably my favorite. It was very funny, as usual. And I was trying not to laugh while at work. <clears throat> I really love when you shared this song of the week seasons. I have been listening to it nonstop over the last few weeks. Um, and then mm. she goes on and it's like a long comment, but really yeah. nice things. Um, someone says June's bangs are fire, which is true. They are fire. Yes. Uh, Mount Rushmore of... Christmas treats, sugar cookies, hot chocolate, peppermint mochas, and pretzels where you melt the Hershey kiss and then put a red, mm. green M&M yes. on top. Yes. I don't know the technical name. I think Those are it. called M&M smushy greens. No, not M&M even M&M melties. <laughs> Melty pretzels. <laughs> Melty pretzel limbs. Pretzel. Pretzel melts. <laughs> pretzel pretzel melts. <laughs> Um, <laughs> they're yeah. delicious though. so thank you for those comments there's lots more but I won't I won't bore you with it with all of them with all of them but for a while we'll be taking a break from Instagram mm-hmm. for January we'll talk about this towards the end of the podcast but that weekly Instagram to talk about that specific episode won't be there so if you go right. looking for it you won't find it right but we still are going to record and release the podcast through January even though we won't be on social media. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that at the end of this episode. That's how we're going to wrap it up. Talking about that. Yep. It's great. Wrap it up. Brooke wants me to wrap it up. So mm. oh. <laughs> uh, I will get to the news that you've all been waiting for. Oh man. Oh man. I'm so excited. I wish I had a thousand sound bites to, to play. <laughs> Do you have any? I don't have any, but the Swamp Dragons. Give me a drum roll. Maybe a okay, drum. Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, podcast listeners, the Swamp Dragons. One. That's right. You heard it here. I should probably just end the episode there. That's all you wanted to know. There's nothing more to hear. <laughs> the Swamp Dragons won last Sunday our first victory of the season. Defeated. Some other team. <laughs> I don't know anybody's names other than the Swamp Dragons. 14 to 7. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. wow, wow. wow. Um, yeah, it was a good game. <clears throat> we the, the team was not very friendly. Uh, That's a bummer. Yeah, so it kind of dampened It's a the, recreational yeah, soccer it's, league. It's a rec league. I mean, we know that all of you are on the edge of your seat waiting for the updates, but it's not that big of a deal. Right. I mean, it is. <laughs> News alert. <laughs> And so it was like, it was really like, it was fun to win, obviously. Yes. You know, yes. I scored three goals. I didn't really, I mean, I think it was three. I wasn't counting. Um, but you scored the first one, right? I did score the first one, yeah. which was cool. Um, I mean, maybe. But who's counting? 
and I scored number seven and then number, no, I'm just, yeah, I don't know. Um, but it was really fun to win, but yeah, the team was just like not fun to play against and we've, we've lost every game. So like all we've had is fun. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Um, and you know, not that we don't play hard and like, there isn't like soccer's a contact sport. So there's always moments where people are, you know, going for the ball and, and stuff. But if I could describe this team at, uh, with one moment at the end, we were up, but we were still like, they still ask you like to make the playoffs. It's still like a goal scoring differential. So like okay. the more goals you score, the better chance, the bit, the more your team. So if a same team has the same, you're not going to be like, Hey, we're basically winning. Let's check yeah. out. So like if the team, yeah. like let's say two teams are three and three. Right. And one team has a school goal score differential of plus five, meaning they've scored five more goals than their opponents in the season, in the thus season far. thus far. Yeah. And one has a, goal score differential that's minus two the team that's plus five will make the playoffs right so like scoring goals matters and like winning by as much as you can matters right especially because we are at the bottom of the standings and if we want to make the playoffs we got to move our way up right and uh and so one of our players scored and uh at the end of the game and i said great job jeremy you know right and one of the guys on the team yelled at me and was like why would you cheer for that and he swore at me and i was just like because you cheered for your own team yeah i was like well, cause he's on my team. <laughs> I was like so confused and like kind of dumbstruck. Yeah. And I was like, first of all, I'm a Christian, so I've never said a bad word. And then secondly, <laughs> I was like, oh, he's on my team. And he, and it yeah. was just so weird. And like, it wasn't like I had just started cheering. No, I, literally, I wasn't there, but I know for a fact you were cheering the whole time. I'm literally the team's cheerleader. Yeah. I mean, you guys probably, it's probably hard to picture me yeah. talking a lot and cheering right. for people. Right. But, uh, like even after the game, they're like, Hey, who are, you know, when you guys are talking on the bench and, you know, telling us where people are and what to do, that's great. Keep that up. And everyone was like, you mean when TJ is just yelling from the yeah. sidelines? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so it was fun to win and it was a great game and we played well and obviously we won. I was on the edge of my seat. I was home. Yeah. And I, I knew that maybe this week was the week. Yep. And so I found myself, I was like, okay, games at eight. So by like, you know, 8.15, I was like thinking about it. And then I got busy doing something with June or something and I kind of forgot. And then I was like, oh my word, it's almost been an hour. Yep. I should I should know the results by yep. now. And I had no way of knowing. No way of knowing. No one was live tweeting. No. YouTube didn't come down to cover it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we should get YouTube to come down here. Um, but yeah, we won so. another game tomorrow night. And this is against the worst team in the league. So I think, I think we should have another W. But hey. You never know. You never know. We got to play the game. You never, you never know. know. You got to play the game. Um, but it was exciting. It was fun. And I was telling everybody on our team that the podcast audience <laughs> is going to be pumped up. Yeah. And, and everybody on our team is pumped that the podcast audience <laughs> is cares? pumped. So you guys it's like a are... a pump cycle. Yeah. It's a, it's a pump cycle of Swamp Dragons to podcast <laughs> audience. We're all Swamp Dragons, people. We're all Swamp Dragons. Um, mm. So that was at the end of last week. Yep. And then that launched into... The most exhilarating shopping experience of my life. Brooke needed me to find meringue powder. Oh, after the game. After the game. Yeah. Well, I really wanted to make, I wanted to <laughs> bake and decorate Christmas cookies. <clears throat> and so, so. But here's the deal. I couldn't just do like the, um, just like the, like the runnier Christmas icing. You, didn't, I, you couldn't I, do it. I couldn't do it. But, well, I, well, I could do it, but I didn't want to because I got like piping bags and like stuff to do it legit. You know, I think last year for Christmas was Mm -hmm. one of my gifts. Mm -hmm. So I looked up, you know, recipe for a piping bag. When did you look that up, hon? I mean, 
I was well prepared and I looked it up like weeks in advance. Weeks in advance. Not yeah. during your soccer game. Okay. okay. Cool, 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 cool. I just remembered to tell you during oh. the soccer, you called me and I was like, hey, this thing I've been thinking about for weeks, do you think you could find it tonight, three days before Christmas when everyone is sold out? Go to Walmart. <laughs> it says it's in stock. It it's I needed stock. meringue powder because I didn't want to use real egg whites. Because according to Sally'sBakingAddiction.com, it was not, <laughs> it just wasn't going to cut it. Hello. Welcome to the baking. Um, so after no the soccer joke, game. No joke, her, her recipes are fantastic. That's, after, that's for real. After soccer, I was sent on this journey. So I'm, I'm, I'm flying high. I'm feeling good. Mm, Life mm-hmm. is good. It's amazing. But I got to find meringue powder. So I go to a place that I very <clears throat> rarely visit called Walmart. Now... I have a theory about Walmart that there's a portal that when you enter Walmart, <laughs> you cross over this portal. And let's say you're like a happy-go-lucky person yes. in like a suit. Yeah. You're smiling. You cross through that portal. You are now wearing denim cut-off shorts with mm-hmm. the boxers that are too long underneath. Mm. And you don't even wear boxers. How does that happen? <laughs> and yeah. You, yeah. And uh, <laughs> you're wearing a vest with no shirt under it mm. and a bandana. Camouflage. Camouflage. Yeah. So you went from a suit-wearing individual, you crossed the Walmart portal. Bam. And that's what you look like. And yeah. so when you walk into Walmart, it's it's a whole new world. Like, yeah. I finally understand what Aladdin is telling me. <laughs> um, so I'm looking for meringue powder. I don't know yes. anything. You know, I mean, I texted you a photo, but it said it was, oh, it said it was, said it was in, in stock. stock. So I'm walking around. Should've there known. are employees working at Walmart with headphones in. Yeah. So I'm thinking, well, they obviously don't care too much about their job. So <laughs> I doubt they're going to know where meringue powder is. So I ask one. She doesn't know. Mm-hmm. She directs me to another one. She says, celebration. One, one word. Right. Not not helpful, <laughs> but was actually accurate. It's like the oh, party section. Party section. She doesn't point. She just says, celebration. <laughs> You're like. Christmas. Yes. Yeah. What's the word you say to someone at like Hanukkah? <laughs> Mazel tov. Yes, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> so I uh, head down to Celebration, um, which is past the subway. <laughs> the built-in subway. Built-in subway. Yeah. Uh, they were probably closed at that time. Yeah, they were. I couldn't get a meatball sub. Um, <laughs> oh. oh. After oh. soccer. Oh. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I go and I'm looking and it's not there. And I'm calling Brooke and I'm like, I don't, there's meringue. Well, meringue mix. Meringue mix. No meringue powder. I'm looking. And then I finally say, Brooke, tell me what the price of it is. And so she's like, it's $14.99 for yeah, X or whatever it was. So then I'm looking at the prices and I find the, find the, right the price tag. tag and it's, there's none there. So then Sold I'm out. climbing up the shelves. I'm like looking at the top of the shelves. Yeah. Can't find it anywhere. But now I'm invested and I want to make all of Brooke's dreams come true. Even though she was ill prepared. Me? And, no. Yeah. Brooke, a nine. Why am I the seat of her pants? No, she was. No, she wasn't ready. Okay. <laughs> so then I go to. She's like, they say they have the giant fabrics. So no, no, no. I said Michaels. Michaels. According to Google, it, it was at Michaels. So I, I go to Michaels. But you were there by the time I called, and then the nice lady on the phone it's told like, me it's out of like, stock. It's out of stock. But I already went inside and confirmed that. Confirmed because you it never was know. Out of stock. Yeah, sometimes you never know. They might be off. And then I went to Target, which they didn't have, but I got snack tray stuff yeah. to celebrate my victory. And then I came home, found it on Joanne Fabrics, yes. which is weird to me that I'm buying well, something that I'm I know, but eat it's like a craft, out of it's fabrics. like a hobby. Yeah. 
to bake. And ordered it online for pickup the next morning. So we got the meringue powder, people. We did. And then I posted a story about that. And my friend Rich was like, hey, we have like 15 jars of those because <laughs> he runs a cooking. You should have texted me. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dang. Well, I didn't know. Um, Rich. So then that started off our week, <clears throat> Christmas week. Yep. Um, the day that we went to pick up the meringue powder, we uh, went stocking shopping. Yes. So we were, so we've talked about the tradition where we go stocking shopping together as a family at the same time. And, uh, we try not to see each other in the store and we sort of like make a big deal out of it. And then some of you guys have done this tradition too now, which is fun to see. And, um, so we were going to go, we've never gone this close to Christmas. Um, we went on the 23rd, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Cause it was Monday. Um, but we tried to go last week and Sunny threw up on herself in her car seat. So that kind of canceled it. Yeah. Um, poor girl, poor thing. And so we went and, uh, and she was then sick yeah. for like a day and a half. But we went on Monday, <laughs> the day before Christmas Eve and June was hyped out of her mind. I mean, it was like all of her favorite things. She was in a target. Yep. We were getting, cho- we were getting chocolate milk. We and got Starbucks. chocolate milk. She was allowed to like sneak around yep. sneaky and like ninjas. run and be sneaky and like tiptoe and pop out behind the shelves, even and, though I was not there majority of the time. And pick out a stuffed animal, pick out a stuffed animal for her sister. Right. And it was just like, it was the first year that she like got it. And yes, it, she understood. Okay. Mom is shopping for me. I'm not here to shop for me. Right. I'm helping shop for, for mom Sunny. and Sunny. And, uh, and she, yeah, she really got she it. She really got it. And she was so hyped up. We put our hands in the middle, you know, like one, two, three. She said, how about we yell Santa? So oh, we before did we Santa started. on three before we started. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fun continued from there. We actually spotted you a couple of times and she just like, I took stories of all of it and I actually highlighted yeah. those stories on our Instagram. If you haven't seen it, I would recommend it because it's, it's just so, so fun. And that sort of excitement and hype went all the all day long. Mm-hmm. We did the Christmas cookies then. Christmas cookies are really hard to decorate. <laughs> like really hard. <laughs> yeah. Mine did not look much different than June's. <laughs> um, and uh, and then we went to Christmas. June actually went to sleep over at your mom's that night. Yeah. Well, that's uh, my dad's birthday. Yeah. So the we 23rd. Went, so we so. went over to the Brooks' parents, celebrated his birthday. June and her cousin Pearl spent the night. Brooke and I went to church with my family. Yeah. And then we came home, went to bed, and that's when it all went downhill. Mm. So woke up Christmas Eve morning, <laughs> was laying in bed, was fine. Yep. Sat up. Suddenly, I found myself awake. <laughs> I sat up, and I was like, oh, my stomach doesn't feel good. But yep. it wasn't right. like right. too alarming. It was just noticeable. Yep. Went downstairs, ate a piece of banana bread, and we were getting ready to do <laughs> Christmas morning at my parents because yeah, like, Juna just slept over. Yep. So we were gathering gifts, wrapping some things, kind of, I was... I, what? Wrapping things? I mean, we were prepared. Yeah. But yes, we were wrapping things. And I just... You, well, you actually said I came it down first. And, like, and you were like, my, my stomach, stomach hurts. hurts. And I was like, mine too. And that, I just knew that wasn't good, that we were yeah. agreeing about that, like, uh, uneasy feeling. Yeah. We packed up. We went to my parents. And it hit us like hard. Hit me. Hit Brooke hard. Hit me mildly hard. I feel like I would have given into it more if I knew that Brooke wasn't in so much pain. So Brooke ended up throwing up on Christmas Eve quite a few times. I didn't get to go to your family's Christmas. She didn't even come to my family's Christmas because she was was too sick. Like violently. (laughs) Yeah. 
vomiting, vomiting, vomiting and vomiting and vomiting. We're <laughs> <laughs> hurling or Barfing. puking. We've we did ta- not say puking we've last We've discussed week. all of these options. But anyways, it happened on Christmas Eve. So, and I wasn't feeling well the whole day either, but I was well you enough. You never, you didn't have anything come out of either end no. that you wished would have stayed in. <laughs> yeah. I, on the other hand, it was a wild ride. <laughs> boy, oh boy. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Do <Too> far. Uh, <laughs> so Christmas Eve was sort of lackluster. The girls had fun at both they things. Did. You got to take I the girls to, take, to your parents yep. and do that whole thing, but which I was, was fun. just like <clears throat> sort of. I assume. Yeah, it was just. It was just not like I didn't have a lot of energy. Yeah, you were afraid to eat anything. Yeah, so I didn't you eat. I ate. didn't eat a single thing. I ate like two bread rolls at my parents' house. Yeah. Although I did have a really funny joke that I told my brother. He's like, "How you feeling?" I said, "Well, I'm about twenty percent energy and about ten percent my normal charisma. Mm. So I'm still more likable than everyone here, but just barely." <laughs> and he thought that was really funny. It's a good joke. Um, that is funny. But then we woke up on Christmas morning and we felt much yes, better. Yes, by like 4 a.m. Christmas morning, I woke up and I was like, oh, I, I could just feel it. Like I could feel, <laughs> I, remember I can drink that. water, I can hold it down. Yep. I wanted to eat an applesauce pouch, but yep. I couldn't find one for the love of, oh, I was so frustrated. So I'm like digging through the diaper bag in the dark downstairs at 4 a.m. Because I knew there was one packed in there from earlier. So then I wake up and Brooke's <laughs> eating this pouch on her bed oh, and yeah. I roll over and go, you want to wrestle? <laughs> What'd you say? Didn't I ask you if you wanted to wrestle? Cause you knew I was feeling better. Yeah. yeah. Which is a joke. obviously. Yes. Well, I guess it wasn't very funny. <laughs> I've well. forgotten. I laid right back down. Um, and then, yeah, Christmas was, was really chill. We didn't have to go anywhere. Yeah. We did Christmas morning at our house. Um, and we had, gotten the girls a few things we don't do like a lot of gifts we try to stick around like three major gifts and then stockings mm-hmm. um and uh it was really fun it was just really chill and june was as excited as she's ever been for christmas which was really fun to see and like you know every toy went from being unwrapped to opened and unboxed and played with within mm-hmm. seconds like yeah. you know and so that that's always fun and exciting and uh yeah, and then we I made breakfast. Brooke still wasn't sort of ready to eat bacon and eggs, so she kind of sat that out. <laughs> and then we spent the day just sort of hanging out. We all took naps, which was really fun. Yeah. And then we ordered Chinese food, which we had never done before. Right. But a lot of families do. Yeah. And uh, so we got a lot of messages about that, which was cool. And it was good. Kids went de- to bed, and Brooke and I, I think we watched Harry Potter that evening. Yeah, I think so. It was just relaxing. It was. Peaceful. And we didn't get out of our, I didn't get, you didn't get out of your pajamas at all. And I didn't get out of them until I had to go pick up the Chinese food. Yeah. Which was like. It's a big deal for us. It's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. We don't normally do that. Um, and then the next day I went to the West Elm outlet and found a new couch. <gasps> yes. So. We'd bet on the lookout. We were debating between, well, let me tell you, let me tell you how this happened. So. We didn't want to get each other any Christmas gifts this year because we've been sort of like wanting to do some bigger things in our home, mm-hmm. i.e. I want to finish our hardwood floors. Brooke wanted to redo the living room. And so for Christmas, we were going to do one of those things. I am just going to be silent for a second and let you guess in your head which oh. of those things we did. Mm. The thing that Brooke wanted to do, which is redo the living room, or the thing that would add value to your home and <laughs> long-lasting oh. memory. Oh. <laughs> You know, finished hardwood floors. <laughs> Any guesses? 
Well, we did what Brooke wanted to do. I'm just kidding. We, 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 uh, we found, we go to the West Elm Doing the living room was way less money than the Was way less money. Yeah. And, uh, and way less, way less. And, uh, because we have a West Elm outlet, we go there kind of often to just sort of see what they have. Everything is yeah. so reduced price. And we've been looking for a leather couch and we finally found one Yeah, and we got it. So it was like a Christmas gift to, to ourselves. Yeah. Um, and so that's going to be the Instagram for today. Find okay. the Instagram of yeah. the, uh, of the, the West couch. Elm couch. And then we'll, you can undo all those comments and stuff there. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it was a really great Christmas week and, uh, hope you guys had one too. And, um, I think, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm so excited about the couch. Yeah. I keep coming down the stairs and seeing it, and I'm like, oh, it's new. And it's there. And yeah. it's still there. Like, and it's like, cool. Yeah. Makes us feel like we're cool grownups. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah. We thought that we would end this <laughs> year, uh, this last podcast episode with something fun, just sort of recapping the year, talking about the year, talking about some of our favorite things from the year. So we are going to first hit our, well, not our. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> I'll chime in when I, go ahead. Yeah. So we're going to talk, I'm going to give you my 10 favorite movies from 2019. <laughs> and I say ours because I say mine, because I go to the movies a lot and Brooke yeah. doesn't really come occasionally. Um, yeah. But Brooke's not on the cutting edge of movies. Right. Um, and so I felt overall like 2019 was actually a pretty weak year for film, mm-hmm. uh, for the, for theatrical releases. Like it's interesting that there's more content than ever. And it felt like <laughs> the big ones, I don't know. I just feel like movies right now that come out in theaters, they're either like huge blockbusters, which I don't mind. Like I don't right. mind the huge blockbuster or they're like low budget, not low budget, but like they're the, like sort of like the money ball of movies, mm-hmm. uh, bloom house productions, which makes all these horror movies. Right. And so their strategy is like, we're going to make a horror movie. <laughs> it has no one famous in it, but, and but so, it's, really so it's cheap, but people like going to see horror movies in the theater. So like, it's like you either have these huge productions or horror it's movies. It's like gone extreme in both directions. Yeah, and so and there's, there's, middle, there's not middle chunk has now moved to streaming. Yeah. There's yeah. And so, so there, there feels like there's a void missing in the theaters and so I just feel like there was less options this year. Also, my movie pass, movie pass mm. died this year. Rest in peace. So it was harder for me then to like spend the thirteen fifty to go to the movies on something yeah. that was like sort of in between. But I still like to go. And so I thought I'd give you my top ten, starting counting down from number ten <laughs> all the way to number one. Uh, so number ten was Ad Astra, starring Brad Pitt, right. space movie, really cool. Uh, number nine was Zombieland Double Tap, which was the sequel to Zombieland. Again, very funny. <laughs> if you like the first one, you'd like the second one. Number eight was Jumanji The Next Level, which is the one that just came out yeah. just in December. Again, another sequel, but still very, very funny. And I feel like Kevin Hart in that was just even better than he was in the first one. Mm. And I also, side note, total side note right now, I have another podcast where I re- review movies and shows called TJ's yeah. takes. So I'll link that in the show notes in case you guys want to like <clears throat> actually hear my more in-depth take on these movies. Number seven, abominable, which was a kid's movie. Brooke, you have seen that one? No. You still haven't seen it? No. We bought it and you haven't seen it? No, I haven't sat down to watch it yet. You've seen bits of it. I've seen. Yeah. But it's cute. It looks cute. Oddly right? enough, the same bits over and over. <laughs> I must walk in and out during the same times. Um, num- but it's a cute movie. It's a great family movie. Number six, Frozen 2. Yes. Very impressed with Frozen 2. thought it was yeah. really good. 
And we've been rewatching Frozen 1 a lot now because, like, the girls are in that world. And Frozen 1 is just not that good. Yeah. I never thought it was. Yeah. But I, but it's like the song Let It Go took off. And so it's like... And so it became, like, this thing. But the movie by itself is, like, just not that good. It's a really good. weak storyline. Yeah. But Frozen 2 but was strong. Frozen 2 is not. Uh, number five, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, r- really enjoyed that one. Number four, Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. I thought that was an excellent, really mm-hmm. dark and gritty, but really good. Uh, probably not one that I would rewatch very many times. Uh, number three, Knives Out, uh, which is, again, one that just came out. I think it came out around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Sort of a whodunit. Uh, really cool, really cool story. Really cool, really good acting. Uh, really good sound design and editing. If you want, if you want to geek out about that kind of stuff. Number two, Shazam, which you I did, did see. I did see that one. Fun. It was, I thought it was so funny. Just like a fun superhero movie. Kind of yeah. felt like a 90s movie a little bit. And a like it didn't take and itself they, it, too it seriously. It didn't take it themselves too seriously. Um, but then I also just loved like, it was like, it showed the power of, of a good family. Mm-hmm. And I feel like so many movies are like, everyone's sort of the bad guy. Right. Even the good guy's sort of the bad guy. Right. And it was like, oh no, these people are actually good and we're going to portray them that way. Yeah. Imagine that. There are good people in this world. Right. And then number one, the number one movie for me of 2019 was Avengers Endgame. Which I just saw. Yeah. Like what? A month? Even in the yeah. last month? Um, it. One, it was just by itself, it was good. Yes. But then when you think about everything that led up to it, I mean, it's just so impressive. 10 years of movies, like 20 something films, like yeah. super incredible. It did $858 million in the US box office. What? I think it made some money. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I think they more than broke. You don't think broke, they spent that much? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. Um, so those are my top 10 favorite movies. I'd love to know what yours are too. If you guys want to kind of chime in mm-hmm. one that just got cut out was toy story four. Like it was, it was okay. Yeah, it was good. It, that would make my list of 10 movies. I saw <laughs> in 2019. It's, it's I liked like, it. I loved Forky. Yeah. But honestly, I have not watched it again. I only saw right. it once in the theater. It comes to Disney plus in February. I already okay. looked it up. Okay. Um, but yeah, that one just got bumped out. It was like number 11 for you, for me. Yeah. And it was just like, I don't know. It's I, good. It's worth it. I seeing. felt like three was such a perfect ending to yeah. a great trilogy. Yeah. That like adding four on for me was, that was what, like four by itself, not a bad film, enjoyable. Right. Heartwarming right. at times. But to add it on to what I feel like was such a complete. Yes. They really concise, wrapped it up. well done trilogy yeah. seemed like a bad move, but I'm sure they made like $858 million or whatever. <laughs> or something, you know. Something. Um, my favorite albums of 2019. And again, I'm sort of the dominant entertainment listener yeah. person in our house. Mm-hmm. So where Brooke might be uh, more dominant, let's say in the realm of like cookie baking or cookie <laughs> decorating and those types of plans, I'm more dominant and like, Hey, let's listen to this. Let's watch <laughs> this. Let's, you know, that's just sort of right. That's my happy place. Yes. So you got the music. I got the meringue. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, nice. That's good. Uh, so my favorite albums of 2019, these aren't in order. These are just a list of them. And yeah. then I do, but I do have an album of the year. Um, Ooh, yeah. Dirty Emo volume one by Rustin Kelly. So that was actually just a bunch of covers, but I just love the way that he sang them. Um, the, and I'm correct that he's Casey Musgrave's husband. He is. You are correct. And producer. Mm. Um, All of Us by Sean Curran which is like a worship album and it's yeah. live. I really like that one. Lilac by the early November. Wow. 
really, you know, throwback to my super emo days. But it's a new album. But it's a new album. Yeah. Came out in 2019. It was really good. Better World by Leland, which is another worship mm-hmm. album. That's where Waymaker's from. Uh, Dragons by Drew Hol- Holcomb and the Neighbors, which has a song called Family that was just excellent. We played that a lot. Yeah. Uh, the Search by NF. I'm not a big hip hop guy. I don't really listen to a lot of hip hop really rap. at all. Rap, rap, hip hop. I guess the same? he's kind of a both. Is that different? Are they different genres? <clears throat> I mean, I think you can. Yeah. Are we, we having the widest conversation <clears throat> ever right now? Probably. Is hip hop and rap the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but The Search by NF was so good. It, it's it's sort like of, a journey. Yeah. Like you need to. It's Hold emotional. On and yeah. listen. Um, <clears throat> again, not one that I would just like put on while I'm working because you're like, <laughs> no. <"Whoa." laughs> Why are all your captions so dark? Uh, <laughs> and then uh, House on House on a Hill by Amanda Lindsay Cook, another mm-hmm. worship album. And then my album of the year, which I would agree with. It's my album of the year. Pep Talks by Judah and the Lion. And here's a little bit of a song on that album called Why Did You Run? Brooks, the amount, Brooks air drumming right now. I am. Hard. And sort of feeling emotional when I think about, oh my word, I am emotional. Yeah, she's getting teary eyed, guys. Look out. Um, Go ahead. Just the year that we've had. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm so surprised. It's the meringue. Um, and how much we listen to that. Right. And the different seasons or whatever you want to call it that we were in. Like I remember listening to that doing computer work. I didn't want to do, but mm-hmm. it was what was making us money. Right. And we I listened to that in the car this summer when it felt like we'd sort of figured things out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> sorry. I'm really, yeah. really surprised. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> it's an emotional album. And I think that's why it's our favorite album of the year. It, he goes through sort of his emotional journey throughout the songs, which sounds like he had a pretty rough childhood and like, you know, and so there are elements of him <laughs> telling his story that are like really powerful and yes, impactful. I mean, nothing like, nothing like ours, our story. You know, I think his parents had yeah. recently gotten divorced and some it's things like that. Like, but. Yeah. And so, but I just feel like it's, it's just like an honest telling of someone's story. And I feel like that's what we did this year. Yeah. And that is what the emotional part of us, of you reacting right now is. <laughs> So, with that being said, what was your favorite show of 2019, Brooke? <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Well, we are going to talk about the year. So, yeah. hold, bottle up that emotion. Okay. Push it all the way down. And, uh, Repress. Repress. And we'll bring it back up in about eight seconds. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready. So, shows of the year. Again, mm. I sort of dominate the remote and get to pick out. But, Brooke, you, you tend to like what I like. Yeah, when I mean, that's true. And if I was like, I really don't want to watch that, you would just watch it another yep. time. So my favorite shows of the year this year, and we didn't, we cut way back on our television consumption this year. Yeah. Um, and I felt like we were just like, we didn't just put the TV on to have it on, you know? Right, there was a lot less passive entertainment. Yeah. It wasn't just on or it wasn't like, 
oh, well, we could go to bed or we could watch one episode of something we've seen before. Right. You know, it was more like, do you want to watch something tonight? Do you yeah. want to watch a movie or watch a show yeah. like as the thing? Yeah. And then we would do it and be done. Yep. And so all our shows are like kind of intense. I know. I guess that's um, because we we just like, we didn't just turn on The Office or New yep. Girl or something. Yep. So uh, <laughs> some of our favorite shows from this year, 2019, uh, Jack Ryan Season 2, which is available on Amazon Prime. Chernobyl on HBO, which was yeah. an excellent show. So um, just fat. Well, well done, but fascinating. Yeah. Uh, True Detective season three, another HBO show. Mm. Um, Stranger Things season three, which I felt like was an improvement from season two. I yeah. felt like season one was obviously really good. Yeah. Like most shows. Season two felt like a little bit of a letdown and season three felt like they got it back a little yeah. bit. And then I would say my favorite show of this year is Watchmen on HBO. Yeah. I just, we just finished it. And I talk about this on TJ's take, but editing sound design and acting was so good. And I sort of basically say like, if you don't understand the Watchmen universe, you'll need to watch some YouTube shows to understand who these people are and why they're important. It it is helpful. Um, but just like such a, such a well done show. Yeah. I don't know if that would be your favorite of the year, but that's definitely my favorite of the year. It would be up there for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I like, I wanted to know more. I wanted right. to, I sort of wanted to binge it. Mm-hmm. Like it was that type of good. Yep. But yet, they, the way they did it, each episode is sort of, it's, it's not that it's standalone, but they, they kind of take you through different parts of the story per episode instead of weaving it all together right. the whole time. Yeah. And so it was really, it was just, yeah, it was it like was they so gave you cool. enough to want you to keep coming back for more. Right. But they didn't like, but not so much that you figured it out. Yeah, it was really, there was like a nice twist at the end and you mm-hmm. kind of felt sh- surprised by the sort of the players and where they ended up. Um, but it also didn't feel like they were just like dragging you along like, you know, wait till this happens, wait till this happens. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it was good. It was really good. So yeah, it was so, really good. That's really good. So now that Brooke started crying, we might as well get into it, babe. <laughs> um, I am so surprised by that. I, I'm not. I mean, I... As soon as it started happening, I was like, yeah, I'm not surprised by that. I'm surprised that you started crying, but I'm not surprised when I think about the song we're listening to, et cetera. So we wanted to sort of go through our year and kind of recap our year. I think, Brooke, you were going to open the Instagram Mm -hmm. um, just so you could sort of, you're so visual. Brooke is so visual that she literally needs to see what we did this year to like remember it, which (laughs) we're very, very grateful for Instagram for that. So next year, <laughs> she'll be like, I don't remember anything we did in January because um, we're not doing Instagram in January. So that'll be no. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, But this year sort of started off different. Obviously, at the end of 2018, we had decided we were done selling T-shirts. We were kind of shutting down our business the way that it had been and sort of trying to figure out what it was going to be next, Yeah, which is sort of like a daunting thing to step into a new year f- with. Um, most people are like, you know, this year I feel like I finally figured it out and now I'm going to get healthy and I'm going to have it all figured out, but I'm also going to have a six pack. Um, and so our year was like, uh, what are we going to do? You know, like literally what are we going to do and how are we going to make a living? Um, we had sold part of a business called supply that we were part of. So we had some finances to sort of survive. I think it was like five months, Mm -hmm. um, on living very budget friendly. Yeah. And, uh, and so we were just trying to figure out what the year would look like. And one thing that happened late in 2018 was our friends, Jefferson and Alyssa Bethke invited us to be a part of this sort of 
group that they were calling the influencer inner circle. Mm-hmm. And it was like a bunch of inf- Instagram influencer, Instagram people. I know people don't like that influencer tag. <clears throat> people doing cool things on the internet that were all Christians and mm-hmm. sort of like us getting together three times a year, three times in 2019 to sort of discuss t- tips, tricks, you know, how we can help Just, each other, et yeah. cetera. And they brought in business related and they brought in speakers and stuff like that. So we were invited mm-hmm. to be a part of that. Yeah. We decided to join it. And uh, January was the first meeting. meeting. So yep. we were, we went out into Southern California. Yeah. We also, my sister lives in Southern California. So we like kind of visited her, kind of went to this group, Yeah, did a little bit of vacationing sort of started the year off with this like cool California trip. Yeah. Um, so we sit down with all these strangers that we know of. Right. Because of the internet, but we don't know no. personally, you know, the only person I knew personally was Jeff. Um, yeah. and the other guy that ran it named Craig. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> so we're sitting there and, and, they st- people started introducing themselves. Yes, they would go around the room, say some, tell us what you do. And so it was like, yada, you know, yada. hey, we're this, you know, we're we Jer- Jeremy and Audrey Roloff. We're on a television show. <laughs> we're super good looking. They they didn't say this. This is just sort of how I remember it. Okay. okay. Um, we've yeah. written. We're, we're our books coming out soon. Right. We're, we're good at everything. Right. This sounds like Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> this is not them at all. But, the, but it was just like you're that. Totally you're, you're like, wow, these people are so successful. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, my name's Jeff and Alyssa. We, we write best-selling books. Yep. That get on the New York Times. Yep. You know, that, so there's that. Yeah. And then you know, I was like, and then my friend Glenn was like, hey, I was a hip-hop artist and now I'm a YouTuber. And so... He, I, he had just been nominated for the... For the, like, Creators for a Change for YouTube, which is like a huge deal. Yeah. Um, Carly, not nominated, chosen. Yeah, Carly Jean, you know, <laughs> yeah. like there was just like all these people, Trey Kennedy, mm-hmm. you know, super successful comedian, like just so yeah. much, Jordan Lee Dooley, author, extraordinaire, speaker, et cetera. Yeah. The Busbees. The Busbees, television show, <laughs> you know, so you're just like, and Brooke and I are positioned to go it, last. It just so happened in the way the tables were. And were. so we stand up and I'm like, hey, is, I'm TJ, is Brooke. And I was like, and right now we're basically unemployed, you know, because we had gone through this big change and we were feeling like we didn't know what to do. And so, yeah, we just knew we needed to do the big change. Yeah. And yeah. so it was such an interesting way to start 2019. Yeah. But I'm so th- like, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I feel like that group kind of was sort of like this extra glue that kind of helped keep us together and focused on yeah. sort of where we wanted to be. Cause a lot of people in that group, while they were super successful and were doing great things, mm-hmm. all were feeling burned out. Yes. And so we kind of felt like, okay, so we made the right decision from, from that perspective, but what does it look like to, to keep making those right choices? Yeah. And, and so it was just like such a great group to be a part of. Um, and so we, we came back from that in January, still not not with like a ton of direction. I'm like, okay, we're going to do this and this and this. And like, this is how we're going to make a living. We were still very confused. And so we did like sponsored content because that Mm -hmm. was there and it was up for grabs and we can make some money off of it and pay our bills. But, you know, I have no problem with, with people who make their money that way. Like, I think it's great, you know, use what, use your audience, you know, obviously you don't want to like take a sponsored job that you don't believe in, but like, I I totally understand that. It was just not for me. I felt so stressed and mm. so anxious about any time we'd post, post <clears throat> sponsor content. Like, how's it doing? How's it performing? How's it going? Like, right. you know, does it got a lot of likes? Does it got a lot of comments? Like, just feeling that. And so that was like February, March, April, May, June that we were doing that. And yeah. I just was like, this can't be it. 
Right. Especially because yeah. we kept having the conversation of like, if we do it, if we make a living off sponsor content, we have to do so much of it to make a living. To make a living. And yeah. I was just like feeling like I don't want that. I don't want that life for myself. Yeah. Um and yeah, so it was a lot. And like we didn't have the we don't have the mega following to to just do like 15 jobs for the year and and to charge enough right. to do less so like, amount. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. you know and <clears throat> that was always the interesting thing about being in this group is like we felt like we were like at the bottom of the barrel like yeah, yeah. why are we here you know and i feel like <laughs> the lord really put us there for for good reasons yeah um and and as the year went on that those reasons uh became super clear so we were doing these sponsored contents they were paying paying our bills which mm-hmm. was great but it was feeling sort of, I was feeling stressed about it. wasn't feeling peace about it. Um, and then we posted this video where when we were doing like a video blog, like we were just trying to figure out, like I remember Craig. I tell- we were doing daily life like once a week or yeah, something. Yeah, like, or twice just a week. Ca- kind of put it, pushing it all together yeah. for one week. <clears throat> and I just remember Craig telling me like, hey, throw a bunch of stuff against the wall and see what sticks. And yeah. it felt like to me nothing was sticking. I was just like, you know, we're not we're not, our YouTube audience isn't growing, so we can't monetize that. Right. You know, we have this Instagram audience, but like Instagram influencers are sort of oversaturated. So it's like, mm-hmm. we can't really monetize that in a way that like is enough to pay our bills right. constantly. <clears throat> yeah. And so, and all this time just feeling like unfulfilled by it. I, 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 we posted this video where I was talking about like, feels like I'm a floating on this iceberg. I don't know where it's going. And yeah. my, reaction is to grab the rope that it's attached and at least pull myself back to where I was. So like, yeah. let's just go back to doing the t-shirt brand and we'll right. do that. And like retreat, retreat. Yeah. Yeah. Because this like that's be at right. least comfortable and I'm not, we're not lost in the iceberg. You know, we're not lost in the ocean, just floating around mm-hmm. feeling cold and lost and all those things. And it was someone that, that kind of responded to us. I was like, you know, you're not lost, you, you know, look to your right and your left. There's other people out here floating with you trying to figure it out for yeah. themselves and so that was encouraging. And, and through all this process, we're sort of studying the Enneagram and trying to like yeah. find, find out who we are and why we click the way, why we, why do, we do what we do, why we do what we mm-hmm. do and why we do the frustrating things that we do. And, <laughs> and it was like through all of that, Brooke spent like two and a half months trying to talk herself into doing beauty counter. Um, <laughs> during that, you know, no, I, it was, are you kidding me? It was not that long. It, I no no, 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 <laughs> no, no, honey, listen, Linda, honey, <laughs> I knew I needed to do something cause I was doing other design work and right. I didn't want to do that anymore yeah. to make the money, but I knew we needed it. So I was looking at doing a couple other things. You started by looking at Young Living mm-hmm. and you're yeah. like, maybe I'll do this. And, but it just was It like, just didn't quite fit. And I, I mean, I use oils. I love right. them. The, like, it wasn't like that wasn't a fit. Right. It just didn't feel like a fit from like, I'm going to talk about it or be mm-hmm. super passionate about it and educate perspective. Um, I probably toiled like, I don't know, around that for a lot, weeks, weeks. Mm-hmm. And then when Beauty Counter crossed my path, I was much quicker right. to be like, ah, there, there it is. is. Yeah. Yeah. But the, I'm talking about toiling to get to the acceptance of a, of yes. a beauty counter yes. type. Yeah. Business. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so you joined that and yeah, that we're, was we're kind of feeling like direction, like that was good. Like, okay, that's not really like sponsored content. You can just sell as much as you sell and right. you know, like yeah. it's very different. kind of do it yeah. the way you want to do it and not yeah. be like one of those, you know, yeah. oil people or beauty counter people, you right. know? And so, which was nice. And then, um, 
Then we're up to May. Yeah. That was in April. And by May, we were headed to Hawaii. But the first part of the year just felt like I was, I I felt like I was finding myself, but also getting more lost. Yes. That's like the- That's a great way to say it. That's way I could describe it. It was like, yeah, I'm figuring out who I am and I'm a seven. We were letting go of the business, like- Personas. Of our identity being so in our business. And that was like dying down. And then we were... We Finding were, out who we really were. Yes, which was awesome. And we were having great conversations and all this stuff was like rising to the surface, which was a good thing. All the while, we're like, well, how we're running we gonna, out of money. Yeah, how are we going to make a living? <laughs> and so we went back. We, there was another group meeting in Hawaii. Um, luckily, my mom is a flight attendant, so we could afford to go. Yeah. Uh, and fly on her space available tickets. Yeah. And the, the meetings that at Hawaii weren't as good. Right. You know, and we were jet lag and we had kids with us and it was like, you know, 15 Oof. time zones away. Mm-hmm. But one night we went back to the roll-offs Airbnb and we're all sitting around a bunch, like a bunch of us are sitting around on couches super late at night. Well, yeah. it was probably like 8 p.m., but for us it felt like, it felt like you know, 3 a.m. Yeah. And I'll never forget Jordan Dooley sitting across and, and we were just talking about like things we were learning and we had talked about how sort of we were yes. learning like we were, we were leaning into the phrase... Um, don't, don't let, let the, the internet, internet tell you who to, to be. be, you know, just that like, you know, if we want to try sponsor content, that's okay. Like w- we can try it yes. and we can, it's tr- our life. It's yeah. our, this is our life. That's what we're sharing. So we should be able to yeah. do that. Yeah. And there's just this, this idea on the internet that's like, Oh, well, you're the t-shirt guy. You can't do anything else. And so like right. we would get messages that are like, why are you talking about other things? I'm unfollowing you. And you're just like, I'm like, okay, uh, okay. Uh, we're just trying to figure you it don't out. Need to tell me that. Yeah. We're just trying to figure it out, man. Yeah. You know? And, uh, and so I felt like that us saying that really clicked with Jordan because mm-hmm. I feel like she was spending a lot of time letting the internet be like, Hey, you do, do devotionals and well. you do this and you yes, do this. And so she's kind of talked about that. that since. Yeah. And, uh, and then, so she started talking about, and she's, and she started talking about how she feels like she started those businesses online mm-hmm. and she started spinning these plates. Right. And she feels like she's just trying to spin them and make them bigger and bigger and bigger. But she's right. like, well, I don't even want to spin these plates. I want to spin a totally different set of plates. Yes. That would. But I'm me- stuck here and I can't, <clears throat> I can't just whip my hands out. They're all going to come crashing down. And it was like at that moment in this Airbnb in Hawaii that we were just like, man, that's the analogy. There it is. That that's is what we felt. What we felt at the end of 2018. And that's why we stopped. And so then we started sort of shifting the conversation to like, yeah. if we are spinning plates. Right what splits do you want to spin? And I just, I was honest with Brooke and I said, I want to sell t-shirts. Yeah. It is what you love to do. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's like, if I'm totally honest, like that's what I want to do. And so we talked, we basically talked about like, okay, well, what part of that do you love? And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I really just love the, the shirt part, like the design and, and yeah. the, the nice quality product and people being encouraged by them. And so that was sort of yeah. like the shift of like, okay, well, let's break these plates. Let's pick up the pieces that we want and just spin those pieces. Yeah. And, uh, and that was like just a huge sort of finding of myself in 2019. And, uh, we brought the shirts back for my birthday in June. Yeah. Uh, June 17th, they became available and we, and uh, some people know this, some people don't, but we had this number in June that was like, we need to do this amount of sales. Mm -hmm. Um, and if we don't, I'm going to go buy some button shirts, (laughs) shirts with buttons on them. And I'm going to buy some khakis and some nice dress shoes. And I'm going to update my resume and go try to find a regular job. Like mm-hmm. we were to that point of like, we definitely don't want to do this sponsor content right. full time all the time. Yeah. We don't really have anything else in the works that's going to help us pay our full bills. 
And uh, so we had this goal for the June release, the whole release, which was June 17th and 18th. Yep. And we had hit the goal by noon. We hit it in 12 hours. 12 hours. On the 17th. And so that, to me, was like a moment of the year where I was just like, man, the the Lord is good. Mm. And if you trust him, which we had done at the end of 2018, with something big and sort of uh, like you just step into the unknown, into the unknown, <laughs> you know, that like it, it might not turn out the way you thought. Cause I thought we were done. I thought t-shirts were done. We were done. Yeah. And so oh, yeah, the plan was not to come back. And so like plan was to listen to what we felt like we were being asked to do. And so to, to, fee- to see that come through on, on the June 17th of this year on my birthday mm-hmm. was just incredible. And so like, that was like, I feel like that was the turning point in the year. Yeah. We're like the, the, well, and let me add, you know, so you said, I just want to sell the shirts. I just want to design. And I just want to like, I just want to hype it up and talk about it and sell them. So what that meant was what, the, what looked different behind the scenes was for that June 17th release. We had no employees. We had no warehouse. Right. There was no inventory. We did not fulfill the items and ship them out ourselves. We didn't do any of that. Right. We, we just, just ordered samples, made sure they were right, took pictures of them. Put them on our site. And put them on our site and then allowed everybody to order. Yeah. And so the, it was just, it was so different. I mean, the product was not different. Like right. the end result for other people wasn't. But for us, it was, you know, night and day yeah. compared to what we were doing before. And that felt like the turning point of the year of just like, mm-hmm. all right, we, we, I don't have to buy the button shirts. I, you know, we can't, you don't have to go through that Walmart right. zone. Yeah. We, uh, we feel like we can make this into a living mm-hmm. again, but it won't take over our lives and control every moment of our, our lives, Yeah, but it will still do all the things we want walk and love to do, which is to inspire people to love others every chance they get. And, and so it was just so fulfilling and it was such an amazing moment in the year. Like I can yeah. still remember watching those sales climb and not even being like, this is about the money and this is about the sales. Just no, it wasn't being about like, It was about, will this... Like, okay, Lord, this is sort of where you've put us. And yeah, this is a great place to be. And we're going to be here for as long as, as you want us to be here. And if we got to lay it down again someday, we will. And just mm-hmm. feeling confident that like, if you trust in the Lord, he will, he will be there for you. And being there yes. for you is going to look different at different yes. times. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And yeah, it was just such a, an amazing mm-hmm. moment. And so from there, the year felt like it got a lot easier because we, we sort of yeah. were like, okay, now we can plan another release and sort of figure out, put those dates yes. on the calendar and understand what we're working towards. And that sort of like freed us up to like, feel like, okay, well, why don't we do a podcast instead of a video show? Yeah. Cause like, we're not trying to like <laughs> have this like huge YouTube audience. Like we're just trying to right. talk to the audience that we already have yeah. and like just appreciate them and love on them and, and encourage them and inspire them and hope that they want to support us through shirts when mm-hmm. they become available. And so the podcast started in uh, August, August 19th was our first episode. Yeah. It was about how we met and fell in love. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, I missed a point in the year. Marriage. Yeah. We uh, celebrated 10 years of marriage. Oh yes. Side we note, did. In May. It was sort of like after Hawaii before the shirts, kind of exciting time. Yes, because we went to Philly for the night. Yep. Right? We went to stay at the Logan Hotel. And the samples for, for the June 
like we're back release showed up that afternoon. Yep. We cut open the box, took a bunch with us and we'd already packed. Yeah. Like we were already fully packed and I like shoved eight more t-shirts for a one, <laughs> one night, night trip, yeah. <laughs> you know, to celebrate the 10 years because of marriage. it was so exciting that they were, they can were you, back. Can you even believe we've been married 10 years? That's a long time. It's a long time. 10 of the best years of your life, babe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we did the fall release with Ash Ulmer, which yeah. was amazing. So fun to work with her. Yeah. Definitely going to work with her again in yeah. 2020 for sure. Uh, and then did the birthday release with Janessa Waite again. Yeah. So fun to work with her. Going to work with her well, again. One of your favorite things about doing shirts is is finding other artists. Right. Because like, like, you, can, don't, you I, don't design everything. You design some of it. But when we say you like the design aspect of I like shirts. curating. You, you do. You like curating it and you're really good at knowing what will work on a shirt because surprisingly not, all not everything do. does. Yeah. Not all phrases, not all designs that, you know, you think, oh, that'll be amazing on a shirt and right. then it doesn't sell. I'm not saying you think that in theory, people think that yep. and we're like, yeah, I knew that wouldn't yeah. sell on a shirt. And so, yeah, <laughs> it's it was, just, it's fascinating. And so that was like a highlight of 2019 for me. It was like finding Ashley finding Omar, that, finding Jess yeah. Wade and like, finding the designs that they already done, so asking them for some new ones, yeah. sort of curating those looks yeah, and being able to release something strong. Like I remember people saying about Ash's the designs that it was just like, it was the best like complete cohesive. collection that we'd have ever done. And like, I can't take any credit for that from a design perspective because I didn't design right, any of them, it, but yeah. like I can from like a, just like a curation perspective. Yeah. And the um, items and the, yeah. And the colors and stuff like that. So it was just, it was just fun to, to work with them. And then we went back to California in October. Yep. That was like the final meeting. Final meeting. Um, and they kind of decided that that was the final meeting. Like the group wasn't going to continue. Right. Just timeline wise and all this kind of stuff. Like everyone was on great terms. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like I have friends for, for life now. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was just interesting starting our year with that group in the, at the same location in Southern California and then coming back in October and end of October. Yeah. Even hearing people say in the group, you guys just like, I, maybe, maybe you didn't hear this, but I heard this right. from two, two guys in the group. They were just like, you're like a totally different person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not that you weren't likable or enjoyable at the beginning right, of the right. year, but like you just feel lighter. You look healthier. Mm-hmm. You seem more joyful. Yeah. And, I mean, that's the truth. Like the, I, I felt that, you know, yeah. um, but it was just such a unique way to sort of bookend the year of just yeah. like, we met these people, they're strangers, <laughs> you know, we've, yeah. we've all became friends, yeah. you know, uh, we're texting each other and calling each other. Like we're in part of each other's lives, not a huge part because we all live on different parts of the country in right. different time zones, but then to come back at the end of the year and, and hear them say such kind things and just like, be so encouraging that like you're doing, you're taking the right steps for having like a soul filled life, a joy filled life rather than just like, I think one of the highest compliments or whatever, and I don't even know if they said it. Um, other Jordan, boy, Jordan, boy, Jordan, (laughs) boy, Jordan said he was talking to someone else about you or about us. And he said, out of everyone in the group, I feel like they have, he was talking about like slowing down right. and pace. I feel like they've figured it out the most. Or he said something, yeah, something like, like that. that. And I just remember thinking, oh, that's so nice. That is so cool 
to hear that. that and, it, and it made all those rough months and those evenings of just like, what are we doing? And like, which would are have we been like make February it, you know, through like the self doubt and just maybe the even frustration. The yeah. it, it made it all worth it. And yeah. And it makes it worth it to continue to pursue it. Like it's yeah. not, and we talk about this, we're not, we haven't arrived. Right. We haven't figured everything out. We still don't know where meringue powder is, um, <laughs> but we're close. The tub we have now that was going to last <laughs> me. If I only need a tablespoon, <laughs> it's going to last me in the next 10 years, babe. Nice. Um, I'll make our 20, 20th anniversary <laughs> cookies. You got it. Wipe uh, those bad boys out. So, so yeah. And so then we did the big release Christmas release in November which was yeah. super successful yeah, and sort of just like, Oh my word. <laughs> it's yeah. just, yeah, just incredible. We were able to pay off so much debt this year. Mm-hmm. feel like we have our financial footing for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, ever, ever question. Mark? <laughs> um, and then just settled into one of the slowest low key December's December's of our lives Yeah, together. Yeah. Uh, minus the vomiting and the vomiting and the vomiting. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, so overall 2019 just felt refreshing and, uh, like a year of rediscovery. Like yeah. we gave each other ornaments yes. and I gave you the ornament that's a joy on it. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a wooden ornament that just spelled out joy. And on the back I said, 2019, the year we rediscovered our joy. <laughs> and it really just felt that way. Like, not that I, you know, I'm a seven, I'm an enthusiast and you know, I'm always excited about something. Yeah. I can get people on board with the swamp dragons. If I can get people <laughs> on board with the swamp dragons, I can get people on board with anything. Uh, but there preach. was an element of the last four or five years where I lost the, the purest form of joy in my mm-hmm. soul. And I felt like I was just sort of like covering it up with smiles and jokes, which is what most comedians do or most funny people do. Like yeah. they're miserable inside, but they can make you were laugh. surface level happy. Genuinely. Yeah, but... But there was no deep joy. And so 2019 felt like the year that we rediscovered that. And uh, and so so we wanted to share about the year, and then we wanted to share sort of what the lessons the year taught us. And since yeah. I'm sort of talking, I'll just keep going. Sure. And so the two... If main, I don't look at you, it's because we're both going to like <laughs> ugly cry, and there's no video for people so to be like, like, I'll just give yeah, them a minute, just I'll like, just watch this unfold. This is just it's awkward. It's just going to be like sniffing silence. Yeah. Which is awkward for a podcast. <laughs> so maybe in 2020, what video? So you can watch there us cry. Uh, <laughs> um, I felt like the two main lessons I learned in 2019 were self-discovery is important. And mm-hmm. we talked about the Enneagram and how we sort of tried to study it and figure it out. And yeah. we are by no means professional Enneagrammers or like high level knowledge Enneagram people. I still sort of sometimes struggle with what certain numbers mean, <laughs> but I did discover who I am yeah. and why I do the things that I do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that opened parts of my heart that I may have closed off. And I feel like it gave me a better understanding of who Brooke was and is and how I can not just hope she does the things that I want her to do, mm. but react to the things that she wants to do in a way that she feels loved. And so I felt like self-discovery is important. That's what I learned yeah. in 2019. And we sort of did a, an, an episode on that. Yeah. Called something. Yeah. You are, I think it's called You Are Important. Yeah. Um, and 
just that like it's worth the time and the energy and sort of the questioning and sort of like the internal madness that it brings you to at times right. where you're just like, what, uh, what does this mean? Or yeah, you're alone you know, journaling at Starbucks and you're like, yeah. I'm 33. I shouldn't be doing this, <laughs> yeah. but you, yes, should. you should. Yeah. You and should. so it was just super <laughs> valuable. But then the other thing I learned, my second lesson is like it, we don't, we aren't just a personality type Correct. and we are a, soul, a being with a soul that is meant to interact with the creator of that soul. Mm. And I felt like self, I felt like my lessons were self-discovery are important, but trusting God is the most important thing that I could ever do. <laughs> and I, I need to trust him with my job and trust him with my relationships and trust him with my kids and my money and mm. my house and my diet and everything that I am. Yeah. And I feel like in 2019, I took some of the biggest trust steps I've ever taken in my life. Yeah. And I never felt like they returned void. Mm. I never felt like I was angry that I trusted. Right. The only right. thing I've been angry about in 2019 is that I haven't trusted more, that mm. I haven't even dived deeper. Now that I understand a better, I have a better understanding of who I am. I want to better understand how that relates to the creator of mm. myself. And so I just felt like those were my two lessons. <laughs> Self-discovery is important, but it's not as important as trusting the God of the heavens and the earth. Yeah. So follow that up, babe. <laughs> Thank you. So <laughs> mine, I, uh, so on Instagram, <laughs> uh, no, but it, this is the lesson I, I mean, I, I learned a lot. Yeah. And that's just sort oh of my like, goodness, so many things this year, but if I had to just pick one to talk about and unpack, for the sake of podcasting, <laughs> uh, hopefully you listened last week or you're going to be like, she's saying that wrong. Um, so I, I, I saw my, my top nine and my personally, my personal Instagrams, um, my top nine and it, like a, like a company that I use, like emailed them to me mm-hmm. and was like, here's your top nine. And I think for you the can year. go to like top nine Instagram.com. Right. I'm sure you can find them anywhere. Um, and I, I actually just counted tonight. I only posted like 41 Instagrams this right. year personally, which it, to me is not that many. Right. Um, but like four of the top nine were of like pictures of our house. Like one was our bedroom and a couple other things. Um, four of them, I was in like my face. It was a selfie of me or it was me taking a picture of, like of my face. <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean, like it wasn't like this like beautifully lit, like, professional right. photo like it was it, they were all selfies and then one was a the, my my top top picture was um a picture of june's birthday corner from her fourth birthday with all the balloons mm-hmm. and stuff and when i saw that in my inbox i mean it's always cool to like look back right. and, yep. and see anything but i was what what hit me in the phrase that came out of my like internal thoughts was oh you showed up this year mm. and like that's not to say that in previous years I was checked out or not showing up. I think at times mm-hmm. for sure for a lot of different reasons, but it, it was specifically that, that I was in so many of those photos mm-hmm. that it wasn't just some like styled shelfie or, you know, something right. where like I can just curate it to look all nice and pretty and here you go. Yep. And of course I'm not saying that your top nine is a reflection is a reflection of, of your life. Like especially but for you, it was like a powerful moment for me. It was. And I thought, wow, I showed up this year, even when it sucked, mm-hmm. 
And when we didn't know what we were doing. Right. And I felt like. Marpet's heads were falling off. (laughs) Is this it? This is it. Right? Is this it? No. Is this, is this it? You know? And I just, I remember it was probably like March. I'd seen someone who I hadn't seen in a while and she asked how I was doing. And I was like, to be honest, not great, but that's okay. Right. Like I knew we were in it Mm -hmm. and I was okay with that because I knew we wouldn't be in it forever. So I wasn't denying or sugarcoating or feeling like, you know, this isn't my life. This is where we are. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I was just like, yeah, we are just figuring it out. Mm -hmm. And that's what I really felt like I saw in my top nine. And that that's what that phrase I showed up this year and which I've learned for my personality is that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. For me to not just, you know, coast coast or check out or just keep the peace, whether that's externally, you know, in relationships or internally for me, my peacemaking is very internal. Right. Brooks and I. I will do anything to keep my internal peace. Yep. I'm not so much like a, hey, stop arguing. Right. You know, peacemaker. You'll be like, I'm not going there because people might argue. <laughs> Correct. Because yep. that would upset me internally. Yep. So my my lesson was just, man, that was so worth it. Yep. To show up. To show up. You know, I did things to our home that I've always wanted to do. I celebrated the people I loved. Love. Oh. Still love. <laughs> Um, and my love is done. It's over. Um, and I just, I was, I was, I'm proud of myself for doing that. Right. And I feel. You got out of your head. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And I, and there were times during this year. I can do that again. Right. There were times during this year where you literally said, get out of your head, Brooke, out loud. Like I could hear you saying it. Yeah. (laughs) And just like, you You thought you were home alone. (laughs) (laughs) How long have you been standing there? Did you see me dance? Uh. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, that's a powerful message. And and that's a great message to, to walk into 2020 with. If you sort of feel like you're similar to Brooke in the way that you just like maybe check out or you could end up coasting or you, you sort of. I mean, you, I think, uh, it, sorry, like I think regardless of, a, I don't know, it's just my opinion. Regardless of a personality type, if you are a full-time mom. Yeah. I think the the concept of checking out is probably very real. Right. Whether you're, whatever your personality might be. Right. You just know. like, eh, whatever. I just got to watch kids every day. Right. Like, <laughs> I don't matter. Not that like, it wasn't like, yeah, it was just like, you felt like you're, you didn't, in previous years, it felt like, it's not like you were like, oh, I don't matter. Or it's all about the kids. Like, it wasn't even that. It was just no, like. No, no. Yeah. Like that, that's how I would describe your previous right. years. Like, eh. You know, and, and, and you both, and that ends up having you not celebrate yourself, but that also like, you didn't celebrate our house as much, our kids as much. Like you just were just disengaged, you know, a little bit more. And so it was exciting to see you sort of come back this year and just be like, oh, there's Brooke. She's back, back again. Again, again. Yeah. So it was just like Mm -hmm. super encouraging to see that and to watch you sort of stop coasting mm-hmm. and watch you sort of just like enjoy that enjoy sort of those moments that you p- may have skipped out on in previous years just because yeah. like, ah, eh, 
you know, it's not worth it. Or right. I could do that later. Like, right. Or know, I would get in my head and talk myself out. of Right. It. Like you would have last, <laughs> no, like in 2018 or 2017, you know, the meringue powder thing, <laughs> like you would have just been like, don't worry about it. I don't need to decorate cookies. And I would have meant that. Yeah. To some degree. But then we did it and you were like, I've wanted to do this for four years. And I've been thinking about it yeah. for that long. Why yeah. didn't I just Why do didn't it? I just do it? You yeah. know? And so yeah. I I find myself being encouraged by you saying that because like that that encourages me to sort of try to pull that out of you. Right. You know, and I actually yeah. just did yesterday. You were yeah. talking about how like, oh, we didn't get to go to Hershey Hershey <laughs> Chocolate yeah. World for yeah. the Christmas holiday. Right. You know, Cause Chris, they decorate and it's like different yeah. than other times. And I was of like, year. well, let's go right now. And so mm-hmm. we went and like, it was packed. There were people everywhere. There were tour buses <laughs> of humans being unloaded when we pulled up. You know, up. we lived 25 minutes away. <laughs> we know, could go have gone literally any time, but it was still worth it because it like, so you know, it was something that you wanted to do. And so yeah. like you showed up to that and you were okay with being I like, did. let's just show up. Let's just yeah. do it. And sometimes I get in my head and I think I don't need to do all the things. I don't need to be the Pinterest mom. We don't need to go to all the places. And right. and so I think, I think that by wanting to do anything, I'm suddenly turning into that. Right. And I think, well, I don't, I don't want to be that because right. that is not real and that is not good. Yeah. Those aren't good expectations. And so I back off and I kind of talk myself out of it. Yeah. But then you and talk then, yourself out of everything and, and you're like, right. well, I'm not. And then I'm like, but I want to do those it's things. It's okay if I want to yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's a good lesson, babe. Yeah. Your lesson is good. I mean, I had two of them, you had one, but I don't. Yours has the Lord in it? In, so, in, in, on the notes. I mean, it's just not a big so. deal. <laughs> we're not, we're not uh, comparing them. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was our year, really sort of oh, generalized, yeah. generalized, but you know, 2019 will be a year that we remember forever. Yeah. It, it's, it feels like it's a, it's a year we should make like a, you know, a little pile of rocks to in our mm-hmm. front yard and just be mm-hmm. like, you know, that's when the Lord, you know, we met the Lord here, Yeah, you know, um, in, in just new and profound ways, deeper ways. And I feel encouraged and inspired to like continue that. Yeah. And so, um, well, I'll get into that in a little bit, but, mm-hmm. uh, we wanted to sort of end this 2019 recap with our Mount Rushmore of 2019 moments. So we have okay. the Mount Rushmore, yeah. Rushmore, Rushmore, <laughs> Mount, Mount. <laughs> Well, maybe in 2020 we can get a real soundbite. <laughs> uh, Mount Rushmore segment. of 2019 moments. Uh, so our top four moments of 2019. Yep. I'll go first. Mine was celebrating 10 years of marriage, even though I sort of glossed over it while we were recapping the year. <laughs> oh, Whoopsies. yeah. Remember that? That to me was just, it's a decade yeah. of being together. Yeah. And to feel like celebrating 10 years, we were stronger than we'd ever been. We were more in love than we'd ever been mm-hmm. and we were closer than we'd ever been. That sort of just heightened it and just made it feel even extra special. Yeah. And then the fact that we got to go to this cool hotel and have this cool experience was even more amazing. Yeah. Um, I went to California with just June and she ended up getting a double ear infection and we ended up staying like five <laughs> extra days. But that was, a, that was sort of just like this cool moment of like, I will experience unique things with my children mm-hmm. that, like that won't be like family events. It'll just be one-on-one things. Right. And that was the first like big one-on-one thing that yeah. we did. We'd never gone on a trip together. Right. Just the two of us. We, yeah. you know, we'd never even really gone on a day trip together. Just the two of us. Not and really. And so to like yeah. go to California and stay with my sister and like, 
just just you guys me did and all her sorts of stuff. Yeah. It was really cool. And I just like And your schedule allowed for it. Yeah. And yeah. I just felt like I got a glimpse into like future endeavors and mm-hmm. adventures, you know, with like a little teenager. And yeah. I was just like, it's just like, wow. It's very so it, cool. And so it begins. Um starting the podcast is on my Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Um I know that I say thank you to the podcast audience all the time, <laughs> but I will never stop. Because I'm never so stop, thankful. Never stop. <laughs> never stop. Because <laughs> I'm so thankful that that we have people that listen to this and connect with this and, you know, feel like they're at the same stages or figuring out the same things. It's just so encouraging to me. And so to have a time that I get to sit down and talk to Brooke mm-hmm. for an hour or more uninterrupted um, has just been so life-giving to me. Yeah. And has made 2019 really something special. Um, and then bringing the shirts back. Yeah. I mean, it's an unreal. Never thought, I didn't think it would happen. And it's happened more amazingly than I ever thought possible. So. Yeah. Mount Rushmore 2019. Boom. Boom. Mine would be <clears throat> going to Disneyland, which was our first trip in January. When yep. We went to Southern California. We tacked on two days to Disneyland and it was just, it was so fun. I mean, the days were long and like we were, right. you know, we walked a ton and it was, yeah. it's not like it was this beyond magical experience, right. but we did it and it was fun and we have video from it. And I'm so, so, so grateful that we did that um, because what, even just now, a year later, watching those videos and Sunny wasn't even one yet. Or, right. Well, I guess she would have just turned one like right. a week earlier. Um <laughs> but she wasn't really walking. And June looks so little and just yeah. like all of it to be like, wow, that was, that was that season right? for us. That was really cool. Uh, bringing the shirts back. Definitely on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, joining beauty counter. You know, yeah. it's something I just, I just never, ever, 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 ever thought I would do something quote like that. Unquote, right. you know, um, that style of business that, just, I just never thought about it. And if I did think about it, I, I talked myself out of it. Like, no, that's not for me. Right. So but the that goes that along I, with your, you showed up I did. because you, you did. realized, Hey, I'm ru- rubbing all this crap on my face. That's not good for me. <laughs> and I'm just doing that because and that's then what I'm I have. sleeping with it on because yeah. I hate the water dripping down my arms. Yeah. And so like you, you valued yourself yes. to start making decisions that also valued you. Yeah. And yeah. That was, it was, that like was a, a big one. It was a very intentional I am going to spend money on this as a form of self-care because I matter. Right. You know, because why I'm totally cool spending it on something for the girls that I know right. is better for them. Yep. And then for me, I'm like, nope. Yeah. Target $3.99. Yep. You know, just not even gonna read the ingredients. Yep. Um, yeah. So joining Beauty Counter, um, and then celebrating ten, 10 years, years of marriage. Marriage. So cool. Yeah. It's quite quite the, the year. year. When I picture that Mount Rushmore <laughs> carved into stone, mm-hmm. it's it's emotional. This is an emotional episode. <laughs> I was not prepared to cry at all. <laughs> I was like, let's do it. Let's talk yeah, about 2019. We'll talk about movies. <laughs> <laughs> this is music. Um, any, so. <laughs> so here we are. So here we are. Let's finish off with some strong feeling. Well, no, we're going to finish off with sort of the beginning of 2020. But yeah. before we get to that, because I think that's a little bit more serious. Okay. Any strong feelings this week? Strong feelings. 
you go first. Mine are that I love this podcast audience. That the fact that I can read reviews and laugh so hard (laughs) at just like the little jokes and the inside jokes and like that people are ending their messages. Okay. I love you. Bye. And just like, yeah, people are rooting for the swamp dragons. Like again, I know I say it all the time. I think I've said it like five times this episode alone, but I'm just so thankful for this audience. Um, you know, and it's like, we don't monetize this podcast other than we know that you guys are going to show up and buy shirts because yeah. you're amazing. Yeah. And like, I'm just so grateful. My feelings are so strong for this audience. <laughs> yeah. Double wow. strong. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, my strong feelings would be that it is okay to have strong feelings. And as a nine, <laughs> nice. that is something... I'm trying to speak up and not like, I mean, I guess stand up for myself. That sounds like I'm being like attacked or something, but you know, just like if I have a strong feeling about something positive, negative, whatever, right? <clears throat> that's okay. Yeah. I don't need to talk myself out of feeling that way. Right. Like if you really don't want to watch what I want to watch, you need to be okay with saying that. Right. And to not worry about, what you're going right. to think yeah. or how you're going to take it or should I phrase it differently? And that or... happened the other night. I wanted to watch this movie and I could just tell that you weren't feeling it. Right. And I was like, we should watch something else. Right. And you were like, yeah. Yeah. And, but before you'd be like, Oh, I don't care. You know, whatever. Like, right. but we did. Yeah. And, it, we and, it's, up... and it's true. Yeah. And that's what I've learned about myself is that it, I really don't care. Right. I'm not like, Oh, let me just repress all my feelings. Right. And get, you get what you want. Like I genuinely am pretty easy going. Yeah. Oh, I really don't yeah. care. But when I do care, I, You've talked yourself into be just being that easygoing right. person all the time. And I'm yeah. trying to be like, no, I have feelings about this. Yeah. State them. It's good. <laughs> it's good. All right. So another long episode for y'all, but that's okay. Because apparently you guys all like it. So that's great. <laughs> no one has said shorten the episodes. Um, so we're, we're heading into 2020. Um, it was definitely on a podcast that I messaged, mentioned this first that I was like really considering taking time off my phone. Yeah. And so come December 31st at midnight or whenever I go to bed, I'm going to turn off my phone and I'm going to turn it on February 1st. So mm-hmm. I'm going to spend the whole month phoneless. Yep. And, uh, people have had questions about that sort of yeah. why, how, etc. Mm-hmm. And so like, basically I just feel like, you know, our phones are very, you know, they're great. They're great tools. Obviously, you guys probably listen to this on your phone. Like, there's yeah. we connect with people on them. Like, they have all sorts of powerful things that they do that benefit us. Yeah. But a lot of times, they just spend time distracting us. Mm-hmm. You know, we check a text, we respond to it, then we click over to Instagram, spend yeah. 10 minutes str- scrolling, can't remember a single thing that we looked at, <laughs> you know, watching videos, et cetera. And so, like, I've always, I've spent the last probably three years trying to minimize my digital consumption from a phone. Yeah. Um, just because I just don't think it's as healthy for us. And it's like, so it's, it's not as bad, but like, sort of like how people are like, you know, eight out of nine doctors recommend you smoke this type of cigarette. And then it was like, <laughs> you know, 30 years later, like, Oh, cigarettes were terrible for us and they right. ruined our lungs. And every, you know, all these people have cancer now. Yeah. Um, even though their doctors recommended that pack of cigarettes. Like right. I think, in 30 years, you yeah. know, we're going to have the same conversations about technology that right. just like, this was not good for us. And we knew it a little bit. And we knew it a little bit, but we were, so, we were so excited to watch cat videos that it was like, ah, whatever, we'll figure this out later, you know? 
I mean, they're pretty great. And so, you know, there's this book called Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport that, you know, he's like a, he's super smart and talks about it in like a really eloquent way Mm -hmm. that I read. And I just feel like there's just, there's just something about it that I feel like one just takes our attention away from the people in front of us. Mm -hmm. And then also takes our attention away from communing with God, something that I don't feel like I'm naturally gifted at. Mm. Like I don't just sit at my Bible and like soak it all up. Right. You know, and I think part of that is because I spend so much time being distracted. Yeah. And I'm not like allowing my soul and spirit to quiet. Yeah. And so I'm not an anti-technology guy. I'm not a guy that says throw out all your devices and all your TVs. Like that's not my personality. Um, You know, I don't (laughs) agree with that. Like I'm not a Amish. (laughs) You know, but there are some elements of that that I'm like, they probably have deeper relationships and connections with each other. Yeah. Because they're not distracted. And so... I wanted to start off 2020 sort of distractionless in the way that in the best way that I could. And so that was getting rid of my phone. And, uh, there's two, there's most people are excited. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little nervous. You know, I think the I one, think that's how, you know, it's something you could, something you need to do. Yeah. The thing I'm nervous about is like, is just total, just fear. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like what if our audience leaves and no one listens and no one comes back. And like, once we start posting Instagrams, no one cares and we can't sell t-shirts and then you know, I'm buying button shirts. Like there's fear there. <laughs> and then I'm just like, well, Suddenly I'm working at Walmart yeah. with headphones in. And what the, is happening? And I'm like, well, the Lord, like I just yeah. told you all about 2019 and how the Lord provided and trusting yeah. him was so good. And so I feel like this is yeah. just like a faith step to trust in him. Um, and so like that fear, I'm just speaking, there's no fear. There's no fear in love. Mm-hmm. Perfect love casts out all fear. I just keep saying that over and over again. Um, or in frozen two, <laughs> the only thing we cannot trust is fear. Yeah. It's good. Boom. Boom. It's a great movie. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Way better than the first one. <laughs> um, and so how it works, uh, we've never done it before. I've taken time off of my phone. Yeah, for a while, there was like a there was like a season of, t- of time where you turned it off on a, on Sundays. Um, I, last then, January or last February, or something I spent a week where I would only turn it on an hour a day. Mm-hmm. So I've yeah. done different things, but this is the first like long break. Yeah, and so I'm literally just going to turn it off. Yeah, and you know, and that just works best for me to just yeah. like out of sight, out of mind, not going to mess with it. Yeah, you know. Because even if I'm like, even if I deleted all my social media apps, I would still like put my headphones in and listen to podcasts and audiobooks and just like find ways to use it to yeah. distract me, mm-hmm. you know, from just being bored essentially or being still, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and Brooke, we, Brooke was going to turn off hers. And then we were like, well, we should probably have some way to communicate <laughs> with the outside world. Right. And so she's just going to delete her social apps and kind of leave it as like a house phone. Right. So I'm going like, to leave it. Yeah, it'll Maybe just, not plugged in. That might not be good for yeah, it. It's but, not good for the battery. Someone yeah. messages that. In a drawer. Yeah. And just like have it as a house phone. And then we both are able to text from our computers yes. when we're at them. Right. Working, you right. know, you know, and so. Yes. I will be able to check my texts and make sure that yep. nobody needs me at June right. school or yep. whatever. And so we will communicate with the outside world. It yeah. just won't be convenient at times. Um, and I think there's two sort of main questions people get is like, what if an emergency happens? Mm-hmm. And. I think that again is fear. Yeah. But again, like when's the last time an emergency happened to you? Right. Like there out of this whole audience, there might be one or two people that are like, well, you know, it's, I got in a car accident. And right, I need a phone. Right. Like that might be very real, 
But most of us are like, well, you know, I was at the grocery store and I didn't know if we needed milk, right. you know, and it's like, well, that's not necessarily an emergency. Yeah. And so like, but I, again, my phone will still be on. Right. If people need to call you in an emergency, yeah. they also have my number. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's just like, and, and every single other person out there has a cell phone. So if like you need to get a hold of someone, you can just say, Hey, can I use your phone? Yeah. I don't have one. Let me think. Are you from the past? <laughs> Are you a time traveler? I, tra- I traveled here from 1996. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then the other thing people ask is like, how are you going to take pictures? And, and what I would say to that is like a memory isn't made by the picture taken of it. Right. You know, like we don't need pictures of everything. Yeah. We might miss some things in January from our phone, but we also have actual cameras that yeah. aren't phones. And so we'll probably use those more. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think I'm most excited to just like not share. Yeah. Um, because we share for our jobs mm-hmm. and we share all the time and, you know, we often find ourselves creating something and sharing that creation as a part of the creation. Yeah. And we don't just, yeah. And we yeah. don't just create to just create. Right. And so there's an element of being creative just for that sake that I miss. And mm-hmm. I feel like I'm hoping to rediscover in January and sort yeah. of just like have reinvigorate my creative juices. Yeah. And then I'm really hoping that it like reinvigorates my quiet time and the yeah. time I spend with the Lord and just the, what I hear from him. Um, and that there's just more stillness in my soul. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about it. A couple of people are saying they're jumping on board. They're going to just do no <laughs> social media. So awesome. Uh, you know, which is great. No social media is just, just as big of a step as no phone, you know? Yeah. And I, and I will say that you, both of us, like, we didn't decide we've had enough. Right. We're turning off our phones for a month. Like you, we just said, you have done other things in the last right. year or two years to slow it down, to and try I to always, rein it in. And so that has gotten you to this point. Yeah, and I, it's always so refreshing. It always feels yeah. great. I'm always in, I always find myself being taught something or I learned something that I wouldn't have learned without taking that break. And mm-hmm. so... You know, I could honestly, I could honestly see this month becoming a part of every year. Right. Like, this it's is like just a, something that do we in do, January. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, th- I know there'll be moments where I'm like, Oh, I just want my phone, you yeah. know? Yeah. People are like, what, what parts are you most nervous for? Like what parts do you think you'll miss the most driving, you know, right. like just not having an endless supply of entertainment, podcast, audiobook, yeah, music, et cetera. See, I drive silent all the time. I know. You do not. I do not. <laughs> and then the other times I, I might miss it is like if I'm working in the house, you know, we have the home pod, so I will still be able to listen to stuff. Yeah, but like, yeah. you know, like if I, I don't know, just like listening to an audiobook while I do a job. But yeah, there's ways like I can just find my computer and move it closer to me. Yeah. You know, like it's so silly how <laughs> there's like an idea. convenience, like how we've made everything ultra convenient. Right. And moving now, a suddenly laptop if something's only <laughs> to the quasi convenient. <laughs> it's not convenient. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the main questions were like, can you text? Yes. From a computer when mm-hmm. we're at it. Um, you know, how will you keep in touch with your family? Like, uh, you know, what I told my family is like, come on over. Yeah. Stop on by. I'm here 24 seven, essentially. Yeah. It's January in Pennsylvania. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. You know, one of the questions was like, what would we do? Like, if you need to get a hold of me and you can't, what do you do? I'm just like, well, we live in the same house. We'll just wait. Like, that's how right, it used to be. We're not, yeah. Yeah. We're not right. Exactly. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I'm just excited to 
see what it does to my heart, my soul and mm. feel the refreshment of it. You yeah. know, what about you? Yeah, I'm excited. I am. I'm excited for you, like on your behalf, knowing that you're kind of doing the, the bigger job of actually turning it off. But I just know that if mine is put away and we're considering it just a house phone that can ring if right. someone really does need yep. us. You know, I mean, I just think about, I remember one time, and this was a while ago, when I was I was upstairs a while, like, oh, at least over a year ago. Right. Um, <clears throat> I was upstairs doing something, and I, I either, like, walked out of our room into June's room, or I did something, and I left my phone on the bed. And June brought it, she picked it up and brought it to me, and she was like, Mommy, you left your phone. And I just remember thinking, it was wow. sort of this moment of, like, first of all, I thought, but I don't need my phone. And then I thought, oh, my word. She thinks I do because I, I, it's with me all the time. Right. It's in my pocket or I think be right there. Let me grab my phone yeah. or not think I say that, right. you know, or yeah. oh, I forgot my phone downstairs. Be right back. You know, I just, I'm just looking forward to, I mean, I will, I foresee that feeling weird that right. like it's not in my back pocket. Yeah. It's not in my bag. Okay. You know, Yeah. but I'm, I'm looking forward to that actually. Yeah. You know, it'll just feel odd. Yep. But I think a lot of most challenging things feel odd. <laughs> yeah. So that's sort of a little rundown. Mm-hmm. So that means like from like, we're still doing the podcast. Yep. That'll still come out every Monday. Yeah. Um, we just won't have an Instagram for it every right. Monday, but yeah, I do plan to blog some stuff. Yeah. I have some recipes I want to share and some right. things like that. Um, so you can check in over there. Yeah. And I have a list of house projects that I want to get done and, you know, some writing that I want to do that I'm excited about. And so, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to the month and, and I would challenge you to maybe, you know, challenge yourself to start off the month with something that's, that would push you or stretch you or, you know, maybe make you dive deeper into who God wants you to be. Yeah. Cause it's good for you. It is. Wow. What an episode, babe. I I didn't check the time when we started. I think it's so, you know, coming up on 90 minutes. (coughs) Wow. 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 Um, but yeah, again, you watch Shazam. <laughs> thank you for an amazing 2019 and for yeah. following along. We hope that you continue to follow along in 2020. Tell uh, your friends to tell, follow too. <laughs> tell your friends. Uh, we will be posting our last post this year will be a giveaway. Yeah. It's going to be a big giveaway. It'll run the whole time we're off Instagram. Yep. Um, and we'll you know, obviously explain what it is on that Instagram, but it, it, keep an eye out for that because it's going to be big. Our biggest. Biggest ever. ever. Yeah. Yep. So that's it. That's it for 2019. It's been a good year. Mm. Okay, Okay, I love love you. you. Bye. Bye.